But then I think it only works on the strong trend. Hey, it's Walter here, and you're at the Think Profit Podcast, where we're going to help you develop a rock-solid trading confidence and avoid the potentially endless cycle of system switching. Right, Hugh? That's right. We're going to help you develop a wealth mindset, develop a trading strategy that fits your core personality, and help you overcome the obstacles that stop over 90% of traders. All right, Hugh. Sounds good. You ready to go? Yeah, let's do this. Hey, Walter, we've talked about the Elliott Wave principle a couple of times in the podcast, but I thought we could go into it a little bit more in depth and uh, talk about the psychology behind that. And do you think that Elliott Wave works? It doesn't work, works some other time. What do, what do you think? The, the problem with Elliott Wave is the same problem I have with like um, Freudian psychology. It's difficult to disprove. You know what I mean? Mm. Like um, Freudian psychology you know, has these concepts like id and ego and whatever. And, and science so far hasn't really determined a way to test those. <laughs> you know what I mean? These concepts. Yeah. Although people could argue the same with support and resistance. They could say the same with Elliott Waves, which is, you know, you see these waves going. And for the people that don't know, um, Robert Prechter's book is probably the best one on it. The idea is that the markets tend to move in the direction that they're going. They tend to move in waves where they go up one and then down one, and then up two, and then down one, and then up three, which is the big wave, the longest wave usually, and then down. And then the fifth wave, it goes kind of almost like parabolic sometimes. It doesn't last as long as wave three, but it you know, obviously makes the high. And then it does an A, B, C correction mm-hmm. before it might then you know, do another one. And so people like start another first wave, right? And so people um, will apply this to lots of things. You can obviously apply it to to bear markets too, which would be something that, you know, know, commodities or cryptos or even um, Forex traders would, would trade. But typically it's, it's seen as a bullish pattern. You know, they look at it for bullish patterns, like in indices and stuff. The problem is if I look at a chart and I say, look, I see we're in the fifth wave, Hugh, don't you see that? And then you look at it and you go, no, I think we're still in the third. You know what I mean? It's a difficult thing. It's like, it's like support resistance in that sense where you might see it and I may not, I may not see it the same way. So, um, but that's a separate question to what you were saying, which is, is this an example of how we as humans interact with markets? And that I would say is probably true. I mean, the best thing I've seen on that is the um, if you just search the term like um, stages of a bubble or something like that, and you can think of each wave in the Elliott wave as like a, a, the stages of a bubble cycle, you know, where there's like there's like euphoria and you know people are drawing a straight line to the moon and then it collapses and then there's capitulation at the bottom of that correction and then the new wave can start so only once there's capitulation which is basically a fancy word for saying everyone's given up (laughs) that um the new wave can start and so yeah I i do believe that those emotions uh and you know prector even went further he I do, do believe those motions are, are, are um, you can see those emotions on charts, right? You can see those mm-hmm. mo- motions in the markets. But Proctor even applied it to his life. Like he said, I as a person am going to go through these waves as a trading personality where I'll get really popular and then it'll fall off and then it'll go, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think maybe he's in his fifth wave now. I don't know. Uh, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like maybe people are, because it's funny you mentioned that because somebody was talking about that the other day, like yesterday. Uh, about Elliott Wave, you know, yeah. and I, and it's funny. I haven't heard it mentioned in a long time. I mean, we've we've mentioned it a few times. So my thoughts are that yes, you can sort of graph those emotions, but Elliott Wave in itself, I think, can be useful 
it's really a microcosm of the markets where everyone's going to see it a slightly different way. So even if we're all Elliott Wave theorists and we all participate in the same market, we're still going to have differences in what we decide to do in terms of buys and sells and when it's oversold or it's a good time to get in or whatever. So it's interesting, but I wouldn't use it for anything other than like a long-term cycle. Let's say I'm retired and I have a lot of my money in shares. I might look at Elliott Wave for a way to maybe lighten up if I'm worried that there's going to be a general market correction, you know? Mm-hmm. That could be useful, I suppose. But as an everyday tool, I don't know if I would necessarily depend on it. Um, that's just me. What do you think? I've personally only seen Elliott Wave work on a strong trend. So I think in the beginning, when everybody first learns Elliott Wave, at least for me, I had the tendency to try to explain every single move in terms of Elliott Wave. But then I think it only works on the strong trends. And if you look at like, um, what's his name, Bill Williams' work, right? He said that Elliott Wave works 90 something percent of the time, if it's in a strong trend after his breakout signal, right? So I think that that's one way that it can be useful. And I think that it kind of shows not only what you're talking about, but I think the overall mentality of the population. So for example, you're going to have your early adopters, right? So that's like your wave one. And then those guys are going to jump in early. They have some sort of early indicator. They have some sort of hunch or whatever it is, right? They're going to jump in early. And then they're, they're going to take some profits. So there's going to be a pullback. And then your general, pop, general population gets in, right? That's the, uh, was that one, two, three, wave three, right? And then, then you got your late adopters, people who are always late to the party. They're always jumping in at the wrong moment. And then that's your wave five. And then it, it blows off or whatever, right? So I think that's another way to look at it. Yeah, I've never really found it to be that useful in anything but a trend, a strong trend. So um, the trick is to like figure out if that's a strong trend or not also, right? But uh, I think that, um, that seems to be the only way it's really useful. And like you said, maybe it helps with lightening up your position or taking profits um, in, in the case of crypto and uh, instead of you know just using that to trade on an everyday basis. Exactly, yeah. I would say like, if you're in cryptos, you could argue, like it depends on how you look at the chart, like the time frame yeah. of the chart and stuff and the scale. Like you could argue that, for example, Bitcoin, which is the crypto that most people talk about, you could argue that it's either just had its third wave or it's just had its fifth wave. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. to me is the problem with Elliott Wave. Yeah, yeah. Like if you go back and look at Bitcoin when it was when it ramped up to a thousand, is that like wave one or you know what I mean? Or yeah. or is wave one? the one where it went up to like 19,000. Do, do you know what I'm saying? Like where it really depends on the chart, the scale and all that. It, but that's what Elliott Wave theorists will say is, there's, is the strength of Elliott Wave is that it's, it's fractal in nature. You can use it on the one hour. You can use it on the weekly. You know, you can, you know that's kind of one of the things that they'll say. But I guess I'd probably say it's, it's just completed wave three and it's in the correction now as we record this in December of 2021. Uh, Mid-December 2021, as we're recording this, I would say that it has completed wave three, it's correcting, and then it'll ramp up for another like really strong wave five, you know, almost parabolic. Mm-hmm. And then it'll have kind of a major correction, you know, and um, that's just my, you know, male intuition. <laughs> I don't really know. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's, I that's the problem, right? It's so subjective. Yeah. Like, kind of yeah, like Fibonacci, exactly. where do you draw the high and the low? And Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever works for you, I guess. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Yeah. See ya. See ya.
All information in this podcast is for educational and informational purposes only and is not trading or investment advice.